is this you always feeling like you're on? And what I mean by that is you're always working. And you might say that you're not, but if you have no business hours and you are always able to answer emails, always able to answer messages, always checking something, even if you're not working, that means you're always on. Or if even when you relax, you're making mental to-do lists, or maybe you feel like you are about to crash and burn, but somehow you always keep going and you never really crash and burn. Well, secretly you are, but you just don't realize it. Maybe you're constantly feeling like you have to prove yourself, like your productivity is determined by how much, or your worthiness is determined by how much you work. Maybe you are unable to fully check out or relax on the weekends or even on vacation. Maybe you never take a full day off of some kind of work, whether that's not posting on social media on the weekend, or maybe you're a mom, or maybe you work in... Um, you're a nurse or maybe even in your health and you never really take time off. And I know for my moms out there, you're like, what do you mean? I can't, I'm not taking time off. Like I understand. And I love my moms that I work with, but you guys have a hard time asking for help. And I promise you there's help out there if you look for it. But listen, you might be addicted to stress, little mama, little papa. You might feel lost without chaos and stress. Imagine for a second, I want you to think about this. What would it feel like if you had nothing to do? What would come up for you? Like you're at home, you're not working your business, or let's say you're just a mom, you're not taking care of the kids, like, and nothing's there to disturb you. It's not like you're not doing it and it's there haunting you. Like you have nothing on your schedule, nothing to do, nothing to be productive about, nothing to accomplish, nothing to take care of, clean, just nothing. What would come up for you? If you really think about it. Now, some of you, if you initially think about it, might be like, oh, that would be great. But I really want you to think about if you didn't have anything to do, and maybe for a day, two days, three days, nothing. And I don't even talk stimulating yourself. I don't want, I don't mean doing that and watching TV or being on your phone. I'm talking just existing. What would come up for you? The things I think about based off of my own experience and through working with lots of workaholics and perfectionists is feeling like I'm not useful. If I don't have something to do, if I don't have a problem to solve, if I don't have something to clean, feels like what use am I? I'm not helping anyone. I'm not benefiting myself. I'm not benefiting anything. It feels like I'm not useful. Or I get stressed because I don't have stress. And it might sound a little silly to be stressed when you don't have stress, but you really have to think about it. There's a lot of signs that can show you that you are addicted to stress. If you're not sleeping, if you constantly need to be stimulated, if you're constantly looking for problems to solve, if you can't watch TV without being on your phone, all these little things are signs that you might be addicted to stress. And so since this episode today is about facing burnout head on, let's give that part of you that is addicted to stress and addicted to always doing something a little bit tough love.
What is good, my people? Welcome to Tough Love Talks with Alexis, where we say fuck fear. We stop sending invites to our pity party and get confident and clear on exactly what we want. If you want motivation and guidance on better habits, real consistency, failing forward, showing up exactly as you are, and the inspiration to make it happen, you are in the right place. No matter what phase of life you're in, I'm here to inspire you to make more money, less excuses, and say yes to everything. I'm your performance coach and what my friends like to call the queen of helping you get your shit together. This is a place for less information and more about getting a fire lit under your ass to take action and stop settling for good and go for great. I'm here to serve up some tough love. So get your big girl panties on because we're jumping in. Yo, it's another Monday. My little ADHD workaholics. Believe me, I've been there. I know you're not going to like some of the stuff I'm going to say today. I get it. But as you know, and hopefully you follow me for this reason, there's some things I'm going to say that you're not going to like, but you're going to think before later. And as we know on this podcast, I'm honestly just here to give you this tough love pep talk every week. I don't want to give you a million steps and new things to do to change all your behaviors. You have enough of that. I can promise you, if you just go Google how to heal from burnout, you're going to find a bunch of shit, right? But sometimes we need a tough love and a wake up call for these things. Those are the things that we can't really Google, right? So before I get into today's episode, I do want to say that something is coming exactly a week from today and exactly two weeks from today. This is something I've been working on for quite a long time and I am beyond for it. It is something that I don't see anyone else doing. And that's hard to say in the world of social media. I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but I really did some research and I couldn't find anything. And I can't tell you what it is just yet, but you're going to want to keep an eye out because this is probably, in my opinion, the biggest thing that I'm doing. And it's going to affect all areas of my business and the way I share on social media. But everybody who I've shared it with has seemed very excited for it. Very like, this is going to be dope and amazing. So just buckle up. But let's get into today's episode. So I want you to think about some ways that we talk about being addicted to stress, right? How are you currently getting dopamine? Besides the obvious ones like caffeine and I don't know, just the, the typical things of dopamine, social media, all of those fun things. But some of the other ways that I've realized, again, through conversations and growth with myself and conversations with my clients, having problems to solve is a way to get dopamine. Always working and checking off your your to-do list is getting dopamine. Being needed by our clients, our partners, our kids, our friends is a way to get dopamine. And what we tend to do when we are addicted to stress and we are heading towards burnout, or maybe you're even in burnout, is we love to solve one problem and then look for six more. We can't just solve a problem, whatever that might be, big or small in your life, and your business, and then just be done with it, right? I see so many times people will uh, accomplish something or they'll solve a problem they've been trying to figure out for a while. They celebrate for like five seconds and then they're right back into looking for the next problem to solve. That is, again, a sign that you might be addicted to stress. And that might be a way that you get are getting dopamine. So we, we constantly are wanting to like solve these problems and do these things for a bunch of different reasons I mentioned in the beginning. Like for me, it's like feeling useful. If I feel like I'm not accomplishing something or problem solving, then I don't feel useful. And this is something I've worked on, of course. But I think that we need to 
have an honest conversation about where you're literally looking for dopamine and looking for stress in a way, because it's all you're, you've, you've ever been used to. If you had a chaotic household when you were a kid and every you, you, you had to walk on eggshells and certain, whether it was mom, dad, step-parents, caretaker, grandma, grandpa, whatever, where their mood dictated the mood in the house, that is chaotic and it's not safe regardless of, of the level of safety, but it's not safe even in small ways. And so if that was your household, you might notice that, that you've been in relationships that resemble that. Maybe you make problems bigger than they are in your business and in your life because you are addicted to that chaos, because that chaos is your comfort zone. That is what you are used to, but burnout fucking sucks. And I teach my clients to be proactive instead of reactive because this need for chaos and this need for dopamine in like solving problems and 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 fi- fixing stress but then chasing after more of it all of that is going to lead you eventually to burnout and i can guarantee you i can't tell you how many times a new client will come to me and i ask them about burnout and they don't feel like they are but then when they're sharing with me what they're having problems with what they're procrastinating on how they have a t- hard time with task initiation like so much of that is due to burnout This is very common within my ADHD people, but this is for everybody. And I know this series is about ADHD, but this is applicable to anybody. One of the biggest issues that you might have with like procrastination and task initiation is that you may have taught your nervous system that everything that you do when you try to accomplish something, problem solve, get things done has to be this chaotic, stressful thing. And so then when you go to actually complete something, your nervous system is like, nope, it puts you in a fight or flight response. It puts you in a freeze response. And you literally can't do what you want to do because your nervous system is trying to protect itself from getting even more burnout because that's what you've taught it. And so you need to work to rewire this in order to not struggle as much with procrastination and task initiation. There's so many other things that come into play as well, but One of the biggest reasons that you're doing that could be because, again, your nervous system is just like, absolutely fucking not. Every single time we do work, we burn ourselves out and you might be checked out. Or maybe you're somebody who has just literally gotten to the point where you just know how to survive with burnout. You have just functioned for so long, you don't even know how to turn it off. Some people get burnout and then they check out. You might just be like just high functioning depression, high functioning anxiety. You might be high functioning burnt out. And so... What are some of the things that you can do to navigate this, right? We have to have that honest conversation I talked about in the beginning and just be honest. Like, am I addicted to stress? Am I addicted to chaos? Do you want to change? So first and foremost is going to be to navigate what is pushing you to work so much. Is it like you, maybe you, your parents were perfectionists and workaholics and you're just modeling their behavior. Maybe it was the opposite. I've worked with clients before that have had parents that didn't really do much, didn't strive for a lot, didn't push them to do a lot. And so they didn't want to end up like their parents who like didn't accomplish things. Maybe you've been looked at as a high achiever or lazy. Talked about this in the first first um, part of the series, but so now you need to either keep up the idea that you're high achieving and you're worthy or to prove that you aren't lazy. So I think it's important. It's not so important to know exactly why, but I, in my work, find that it's empowering to take the next steps and it helps you compartmentalize to know that, oh, I don't have, this isn't, doesn't have to be my story. This is just be based off experience, based off of 
people that you've interacted with, people that have role modeled certain behaviors for you. That's just the way you think that it is. So it's important to do that inner work. I call it reflective action and active action. Reflective is going to be the journaling, the meditating, the inner child work, whatever works for you. And the active action is going to be going, doing things anyway, with a different perspective, even if you still have fear, even if you still believe the old story, because you need to change the pattern that what, of what you've been doing. Next thing is going to be notice where you feel it in your body. We, you probably heard a lot about like somatic work. Um, and I'm not going to get too much into that, but I just mean, when you think about anxiety, for example, anxiety, anything, whether it's excitement, good feeling, bad feeling, whatever, all these feelings start in our body first before they travel up to our head to like become a story, right? So if you can catch the feelings of, I need to prove myself, I need to find dopamine, I need to create chaos, I need to create stress, like you feel that desire to just like problem solve or whatever the, whatever the thing is for you that you notice is causing you this addiction to stress and, and causing burnout, notice where you feel it in your body. So let's say you're going to accomplish things and you're starting to feel overwhelmed because you have so many things to do. Like take a second before you run off with a story about how much you suck and how much you're behind on life and everybody's doing better than you. Take a second, breathe, notice where you feel it in your body. Is it in your stomach? Is it in your chest? Is it in your back? Is it in your hands? Is it in your head? Where is it? And just sit with it exist with it. Realize that you don't have to go problem solve. You can just sit with that feeling, breathe through it, give yourself a self-hug, whatever works for you. Might not even be breathing. Breathing might stress you out more, but do whatever works for you and then sit with it. And you'll notice that that feeling passes. And instead of it becoming a story, you can just let it pass. And you might not have that desire to chase after that stress or that chaos. I'm not saying it's going to work every time. I'm not saying it's going to solve all your problems, but try that out a little bit. Next, you need to set boundaries. God damn it. Set boundaries with others. Set boundaries with yourself. Set boundary with work. Set boundary with your partner. Set boundaries with your kids. Set boundaries. I know it's hard. And if you want me to have an episode on boundaries, please let me know because I'd love to talk about it because I have no problem fucking setting boundaries. I am like not a people pleaser at all. And so I set boundaries consistently. I have no problem voicing that. And so in order to help with the burnout that comes with ADHD, that comes with being addicted to chaos and stress, Boundaries are really important because boundary, not setting boundaries could be triggers that make the burnout worse, that make you pushing yourself worse. Another thing is have work hours. I talk about this all the time, but you need to actually stick to them. Have like a time when you want to start work and a time when you want to be finished. If you work a regular job, obviously I know that you can't necessarily handle that or like control that. But I can bet if you say, I'm going to be intentional with my work, even if it's a regular job and you're not an entrepreneur, you'll get more done in less time because you're intentional. If you say, oh, I have all day to work on it, then you're going to have all day to work on it and you'll get it done. I think that's like the Park Parkinson's theory or something like that. I'm probably saying it wrong, but uh, practice having a day off even during the week. This is so hard for my workaholics because they're like, oh yeah, I take off on Sundays. I'm like, what if I told you to take off on a Wednesday? What would come up for you? Would that be scary? Something to try out if you can. Another thing is when you relax or you go on vacation, actually rest. Remove the things that allow you to work. Turn off your phone. Put it away. Don't check emails. Don't mentally create a to-do list for when you're done relaxing or done on vacation. And I also recommend getting accountability from a friend or partner that makes sure you stick to it. If you're going to relax, you're going to take the day off, reach out to a partner and uh, or a friend or something and say, I'm going to check out, I'm going to check with me, or I'm going to check back in with you at this time 
to make sure that like I'm actually relaxing. And this definitely takes some practice. This takes some more of the internal work in order for you to get to a place where you can relax. Because if you're addicted to stress, relaxing is probably going to make you feel uncomfortable because you don't have stress to make you feel comfortable, right? So very important. And then last thing is to remember that all of these things work. A lot of the things I'm sharing, it's not the first time you've heard it before, right? But do you practice it? You need to teach yourself and your nervous system that there is a different way to do things. It loves stress. It loves chaos. It loves burnout. And I might, it might seem a little bit weird, but it loves it because that's what you've been. That's just been your comfort zone. That's what you've been doing. So keep that in mind, please. Okay. And this was a little bit tough love, but I don't want you, I want you to be proactive about your burnout, not reactive. We don't want to respond to the burnout. We want to help to avoid it in the future. And so your TLAT of the week is very simple. I just want to know, are you currently burnout or not? Yes or no. And you can share and on my podcast page when I share the, the post, like, you know, if you want to go into detail, um, but share that. I want to know. Also, don't forget, I'm doing a new segment where you can submit a question and I will answer it on the podcast. You can do it anonymously. You can share your name and I'll shout you out. But that link to submit a question is in the show notes. So please fill that out if you want. You don't have to review the podcast. As always, five stars means the most, especially written ones on Apple Music. You can only rate them on Spotify, but not on Apple Music. But I'd love to have you do that because I love you so much. And then next week is the last part of the series. And then I have some amazing podcasts that are already recorded coming. Oh my God. There's so many good things coming. I cannot wait to share them with you, but I love you a million times over. I'm sending you mad love. XOXO, your top love coach. Thank you so much for being a part of this little community that I am so passionate about growing. If you vibe with what we are doing here over on the Tough Love Coach podcast, I'd love to invite you to join us in the TLC, which is my Tough Love Collective. The goal of my process, my business, my Instagram, and my podcast is to help people with accountability, routines, habits, consistency, discipline, and showing up without fear and full authenticity. So with my Tough Love Collective, I wanted to create an environment for those who want accountability to help them take action on their goals, create unwavering consistency and high respected levels of discipline. It's less about more information and more about the accountability to increase task initiation and self-motivation to take that action. We have two calls a month, one training and live coaching, an ongoing Instagram group chat for support. And we even have three weekly focus hours on Zoom where you can body double with me to get accountability on whatever you need to get done, whether that's working out, working, reading, running your business, whatever it is, but I'm here to hold space for you. You already know what to do. You have so much information to get there. Why don't you join a community built to help hold you accountable to actually implement it all? Check the show notes to learn how to be a part of the family. Lastly, here's your reminder to give the podcast a five-star review on Spotify or even better, a written review on Apple Podcasts. As I'm sure you've heard, it helps out the pod so much and I appreciate it more than you know. I love you so much. Sending all my love. Peace out.